real pleasure for me as a longtime fan to be sitting here with Aaron Gray. Here with Larry Hama. We're talking with Kevin J. Anderson, best-selling author. Mr. Neil Adams. I am here with David Fritz. Axel Alonso. And Shadow Stevens. And Dallas Comic-Con with uh, John Delancey. With Tom King. Kevin Conroy. Denise Crosby. Popcon Pop Expo. Here on location at Star Wars Celebration. We're Expo talking for our second time with Gil Gerard. Wichita, Kansas at Time Eddie. David Gerald. Yeah, I've got Eric Flint. We are here at Smallville Comic Con. Wizard World St. Louis. VillageCon in Bentonville, Arkansas. Michael Lombardi. And we are talking with uh, Alan Dean. Quincy Allen. Suzanne Landon. Of Starlog Magazine. Mr. Kerry Oakley. Chris Sami. Lambley. Dave Swartz. Mano Interami. Johnny Aaron. This is Sci Fi for Me, your portal to the science fiction multiverse. Immortal Mass, a 1970 superhero crime noir adventure that follows a retired soldier who is given a covenant interview with a death row inmate. What he learns from the interview thrusts him into Atlanta's shadowy underworld. He will have to utilize his military training to survive from being hunted for the information that could topple the most powerful ruling class in the city. This is not a pre-order or a crowdfunding campaign. It's your books now at Denali's.com. 25 seconds to curtain, folks! Ladies and gentlemen, Avalon Comics is in the house. How are you doing? You're doing all right, man. I, I forgot to ask, is it Starochi? Starachi? Starachi, yep. Starachi, with a hard yep. sound. Okay. Oh, yep. <laughs> uh, Brandon Starachi, you are the um, co-writer, co-creator of the series here? or where, yes. where, where, where do you fall in? Uh, the creator and writer. Writer, yeah, co-writer, yep. All right. Um, and and you sent me you've sent me the uh, the preview material. I have read it over. Uh, we're going to talk about what the book is about here. Uh, we have a hopping chat already. Pops Van Zant is in the house with us and has already put the link in the chat, uh, which reminds me, uh, as I am often lax on doing, uh, we'll just run the banner the whole time to remind oh, people that it's there. Uh, and it is also 
right below the video, the link, the one you can actually click on. Um, just get out there. It's a pre-launch right now, but uh, Brandon's going to show us some more interiors so that you can get a good feel about what this is. Uh, Mike Walters in the chat has dropped in to say hi and share. Do appreciate that. J.R. Exner's out here uh, smashing suppression and fighting xenophobia. Hail Xenu, our true Lord and Savior, of course. Um, so rocking right now. Show. Thanks yeah. for having me. So, so this is this is not Avalon number one or even number two. This is basically number five, and you're just you know you can get one through four while you're backing, but that's a, that's yeah. a heck of a record. Yeah. So uh, actually, one through three are physically out right now. This Kickstarter we're doing like a, a duo one. So four and five are going to be the new ones coming out with this Kickstarter that we're doing. Uh, we decided to do that so we can kind of move along uh, as planned as we wanted to drop uh, an issue out each quarter of the year this year and really wrap up this uh, first season that we kind of are finishing up here at the end of the year here coming up. So we thought it was best to knock two of them out in one Kickstarter and add a, a bunch of cool uh, rewards that we're planning on doing here that we're wrapping those up as well. Um and on top of that, I guess I might as well throw it out there. Towards the end of April is when we're looking to launch our uh, Kickstarter as well. Right, right. So so everybody, wallets are safe tonight, but do go out <laughs> to the page. Yeah, you just just click that notify me button so that you get the emails. Uh, so that when it goes live, you'll know, oh, yeah, that's that thing that I saw on that show. Um, get, get in there and uh, you'll you'll be able to back it. Um Having having read the first issue, my my takeaway is this is this is zombies. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And you know, it's I'm I'm going to hit you with the hard question first. Why do we need another zombie apocalypse <laughs> story? No, and it's definitely a a good question though too, um, because a lot of people, you know, even myself at this point, I'm a big fan of the zombie genre, and uh, it, it definitely is a flooded world right now especially now since the last of us came out so and i guess fortunately on our part is we had this idea before the last of us was uh decided to be a show you know before not before the game but before the show but um so i guess why zombie apocalypse um i'm a big fan like i mentioned of zombies the zombie genre and everything about it uh there's a lot of things i also don't like about it so when i was watching a lot of things like the walking dead dawn of the deads night of the living deads all those kind of things uh in the in the genre um I took a lot of things out of it, and then it came down to the ultimate question, what what I would do in, in the zombie apocalypse. So I always formed up these scenarios in my head and all that stuff, and then it got to the point where I wanted to make it uh, a project. You know, way back in high school, when I was in high school, so probably near a decade now, um, uh, is when the idea kind of stemmed out, and I didn't know what to do with it. I was inexperienced in this kind of creative world. I had no clue what I was doing. Many years go by, I meet Alan. And he, I pitched this idea with him with the three brothers going through basically hell on top of everything else being hell. Like normal day life is hard with them because mental health is a big uh, thing that we touch on with this comic yeah. book as well. And so we wanted to bring new things in this zombie genre and the zombie world that we don't think have been brought into many projects in the past. You know, a lot of it is, is just zombie kills or survival in a certain area and just moving on and so on. But we really wanted to bring depth to the characters and real life issues to these characters and make these characters feel as relatable as possible and mental health, especially now more than ever. Um, 
for us, for them. Yeah, and that's the one thing I did notice in the first issue was that there was there was just enough zombie to let you know something's going on. And, sure. and it's not like it's it's the rest of the focus was on these people that you get involved in their lives, but what's going on around them is the start of this apocalypse. And it's not like Night of the Living Dead, where you you wake up in the morning and there are hordes of things just crawling. It's it's a very slow progression, you know, where it's like this. Hey, this this crazy person came up and bit me, um, mm-hmm. and he's the only one. And but but it's enough to spread. And that that may sound slow, but I did a lot of math in my career. And uh, one of my favorite little math stories is the 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 guy who. Um, did something special for the king and the king said, Hey, you know, name your reward and I'll give it to you. He's like, well, you know, put a, just, just, you know, for the next 30 days, put a piece of grain on one of these chest house here. And then, and then tomorrow put two on the next one. And then the day after that, put twice as many on the next one. And just, you know, when you fill up the chessboard, uh, then, then I'll be paid off. Binary progression is a bitch people. <laughs> yeah, no, right. No, that's just the thing though, too. And, and one of the things that people will come to learn as you're reading Avalon, though, too, is our, our infection is is going to be a little different than the zombies uh, that you've seen in the past. You know, we do hold true to some standard values as well, because I'm a fan of the traditional zombies, you know, and but we we added our own little twists and turns to the infection that you will see over time. It's not too dramatic. It's enough to stay in the world. Um, but we're very intrigued with what we ended up coming up with and we're excited to get it out there and you will see the differences in, in our infected as time goes on. And that's what we're excited to show you guys. That's its own story in itself. But like you said, though, too, like one bite turns into two, turns into four, turns into, you know, and it just goes on. It it happens. It's like a billion after 30 days. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I was, I want to ask you how your zombies are going to differ, but I think that's a story point that you want people to find out in the story. Uh, so I'm going to ask, you know, generic zombie questions like why do why do zombies always have to be very single minded? Uh, they, they, they shamble to eat like you were a human being once. Your brain is still there. Some of you should still remember how to drive a car. Well, and what's and what's funny with that as well, and I'll say this, too. It's funny because we think the same things. We're on the same mindset right there. And 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 that's why this this infection is a little different than than what you've seen in the past, like your Walking Dead or your Dawn of the Deads and all that stuff, too. There's a progression with this. And and you'll come to find out in later issues why or what happens to the individual person in that period of time. And you'll see what what and what breaks them down. So I guess I'll leave it at that where you will it there's an explanation for it it's not so much like you get bit okay uh uh, you're a zombie now or you're gonna turn and just turn into a psycho you know there's something and there's there's i guess science behind it rather you know we did a lot of research and a lot of different things and we're that's why we're pretty excited to get this out there for people to see it and all that stuff too with the research that we've come up with and and to make our own kind of infected to make it seem real like it uh could be real it could happen and and that's the 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 scary kind of cool thing with this comic that we're doing too is it with all the research we've done it it could happen it's something that could take place you know but and that's what makes it fun and and the big thing for us is trying to ground this in as much reality as possible but in obviously a fictional world because there's no zombies you know so 
I mean, there are viruses out there that when they take over a host, they literally, you know, and I'm not talking about human size, now, I'm talking about much smaller things, uh, but they literally take over the host and make the host do things that are beneficial to the virus. Uh, rabies, for example. Sure. Yeah. Uh, right, you know, the, the rabies virus, uh, it, it's, it's destroyed by water. So what does it do? It, is, it induces hydrophobia in its host. So its host won't drink. Yes. Um, and that's just it. And and with those little science things too, I'm not going to, you know, say it's anything like that, but, uh, but that's kind of science is behind our infected, our virus or whatever you want to call it at this point, you know? So it, it's going to be interesting to see it issue to issue come out. And as issues come out, you're going to start seeing, you know, as these characters develop obviously as well, because that's the focus, but in the background, you're going to kind of see the differences and you're going to kind of see how they're different and how they develop and how they come to this point and all that stuff too. And, you know, talking about it too, it, 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 it gets exciting and, and it will get more exciting for, for an average person who, who I guess is sick and tired of the zombie genre there's there's a lot of new and fresh things that we bring into this world that we're excited to bring into this world because as a as a zombie fan myself i can definitely agree with a lot of people where it is flooded you know it some of them uh, overstayed their welcome sure and all that stuff too i'll admit it too and i'm a big fan of the uh, uh of the zombie genre so with that being said uh, we're excited to show what we got the the, the walking dead has had a huge fan base yeah. uh, and you know, they're still sticking around for the spinoffs. So sure. Uh, and, and of course, you know, like you said, the last of us, that, that just sort of like came right in with a, with a short gap after uh, walking dead. So there's like, they're like, okay, yeah, great. We got another zombie show to watch and people are, people are in on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's, there's there, something it's magnetic there. about it still. Sure. Yeah. There's something there. It's just as long as you're doing it right, you know, and I think the genre and I've talked to other zombie people uh, as well, like Path of the Pale Rider and the Rays comics uh, creators. We've talked about this in the past as well. Like uh, one of our questions is, is the zombie genre dead? And, you know, all of us came to the same conclusion where it's not dead. It's just it's, you know, the genre itself is just like a, any kind of genre, like uh, action or sci fi or thriller. You know, it, it, it zombies have developed their own genre. And they're kind of own worlds, but it's just what you do within that world. If you make the same action movie, it gets boring. It gets dumb. You know, you yeah. have to do different things. You know, same thing goes for romances or, or suspense or horror, you know? So you just have to change it up and do new things and keep it interesting. But I, I believe in still holding some of those traditional values because that's what keeps that grounded in that genre, just like horror genre or slashers or stuff like that. You have to hold those traditional values, just make it new at the same time, come up with original ideas. Right. Well, well, zombie it is, is it's, it's strange because you have, they shouldn't have become a genre. They're a creature. They're a character and a character can be put into any genre. You can, we, we've had zombie romance stories, uh, mm -hmm. warm body. Uh, we had, we had stuff like that. So, you know, uh, you could, technically have a, a, a zombie um, financial drama. Uh, if you just had a bunch of, you know, deadheads that needed to run a quick Ponzi scheme uh, to buy raw meat because they were running out and they don't want to kill anybody. Uh, so they're, you know, selling Amway or something. <laughs> right. right. No. I, and I could get it on that perspective as well. I just, I think anything, you could do anything with anything. It's, it's just make sure you're doing it right. You know, have your, have all your, uh, your things lined up the way it should be. Make sure your your story, the foundation of your story is, you know, stable and all that stuff as well. And I think you could do a lot, you know, even saying with, uh, you know, just speaking for Avalon too, though, it's just like 
we we i guess me when i was watching a lot of these uh zombie things i i love the reality that some of them brought and then alan as well when we first got together with it is that was our big focus is trying to make this feel real a lot of these characters uh say real things you know i they say things that I've heard. There's, they say things that I've said. You know, a lot of these characters are being, or are, are, a lot of these conversations, I mean, that these characters have are real conversations that I've heard in person. I've, you know, I just made and morphed it into the story and all that stuff as well. So it's just, we want to make it all feel like anybody can relate to any of these characters. Yeah. So I put up the uh, the page here, which yeah. this is where the link goes. Look, there, there's nothing else there, folks. It's just, uh, it's just a notify me. You do this. You just click it and they will email you when the project launches there. It's done. It's that simple. Uh, like so that. just, just, just go in, give it a click folks. It's currently um, got 18 followers. So you haven't been out there very long. Uh, if look, you guys have, you guys have been kind of letting me down in the past couple of weeks here. Okay. I haven't seen any backers. There's no backers this time. Let me see some interest at least uh, show, show, show people that, you know, you're there. Be, be the who's on Horton's little spec saying, we are here, we are yeah, here, there we, we are go. here. <laughs> Shout um, out from so the just, mills, yep. Yeah, go get the emails, guys. Um, so with this being the only thing I've got to show, uh, I'm going to invite you to share your screen. If you've got uh, artwork or pages that you'd like to walk yeah, characters through, let people know what's going on in the first uh, three issues and uh, what's going to happen in four and five here to get them invested. Yes, let me share this. So first things first, I will share. Okay, so this right here I got is, which is going to be part of one of the packages. This is just, so we made duo characters of uh, an 11 by 17 paper poster. This this is the original pencils. Uh, done by Demetrius. So obviously, if anybody who's followed us or knows who we are and all that stuff, they know Demetrius is from Greece. He does all the artwork from there and all that stuff. He uh, And this is going to be the original pencils that he's currently sending to me to uh, the United States here. And this is going to be part of the packages. So we only made five of these. This is just, uh, this is Andy and Miller here that you'll see here. And I have other let me pull up some other ones. Yeah, they're well. the, the the two police officers that we meet in issue one. Yep. Yep. Now let me pull up the other ones that we got here. And we, we also meet Andy's son and the rest of the family. And I, I just feel sorry for Andy's son because the kid can't even go to the bathroom without grandma saying, everything come out okay. Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> no, grandma, I had gallstones. I got stuck. Um, <laughs> here is... All right, so this is Ty and Mason, um, the other two, the two brothers, right? And uh, so, and then the young, you know, the young one right there is Mason, the bathroom one, you're saying. And, right, yes. <laughs> and then we got, uh, let's get them all moving here. Sorry. Oh, JR, I completely understand where you're coming from. Uh, hasn't been backing unfinished projects. Uh, because half of his prod, half the things he's backed um, haven't completed. I, I I get that. Purchase digital only when they're complete. You're gonna have a digital tier, I'm guessing. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. We'll have we'll have a digital catch up and you know all that stuff. Um, yep. so, and, yeah. and that's why we're not asking you to back tonight. We're asking you to be notified when the campaign goes Just up. Just be prepared, uh, right? One through three are done. 
they are they are completed because you've already had the campaigns done and out. Yes. So this yep. is four and five. So this this is dad and mom's uh, original sketching and all that stuff. And and like I said, so each one I'm showing you is just one. He only did one of each. So when these are going to be on there and all that stuff, he, we're going to have them all separate. So whichever one you're going you want to get, again, all original penciling. Um, there's not going to be very many of these at all. Um, so I mean, my so, so that's going to be a tier where it's like, hey, I want the one that comes with this original pencil sheet here, and it's, yes. it's a character study. It'll um, it'll be listed because uh, we'll have it all listed there, and this and this is Demetrius drawing some of the, uh, one of the infected that we got yeah. here. That's gonna be the first one to go because if you're a zombie fan, you want the oh, yeah. zombie sketch. Yep, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So so that's one of the big things that we're gonna be doing too. Uh, another thing I'm working on as well is getting Kenner action figures of the brothers um, too. So that's gonna be another thing where it's just gonna be limited of each figure and all uh it'll be just the brothers this time around um andy ty and mason and then after that uh depending on what kind of noise it brings and all that stuff we'll we'll take it from there and see if people want more of those figures and not yeah. um, now you, you but, said kenner do you mean that in the generic sense or you're yeah. literally going to kenner <laughs> yeah no no the in, in the generic action figure uh kind of thing okay. where you know the nice little toy there and then you have the nice display you know to me i don't know why i just always find those interesting and i always find those kind of cool i don't know why you know the, yeah. the character is always like very plain jane but it's always the background that got me the car the box that got me you know so we'll be doing those just to see what kind of noise it generates and i've always liked them you know and i and i know sure. that there's a weird base for fan base for them too so hopefully i find those people well they, they won't be there for you if you call them weird but you know well, I mean, it, it, could, it could be or could not be. I mean, I it, it is what it is. You know, it's if they yeah. like it, like I said, I like the box. I collect them for the box. I don't grab them. For we the, know who we are. Box, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's exactly it, though. So, well, it's it's got to be cool though to see. Uh, I mean, it, it's one thing to see something that's in your head and an artist puts it down on paper, but oh, then 100%. to see a three D representation of it that's solid and in your hand. Um, yeah. That's, that's next exactly. level. Exactly. That, that's going to be another level, like you said. And then making like the the detailed figures too that I would love to do in the future too would be would just be another awesome kind of thing. I mean, it's awesome enough to have it on paper, you know, like you said as well, like to see it in your head for many many years and in 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 text form on on your computer, and then finally finding an artist to do it all too. It just adds another whole level to it, and that excite brings that excitement to it. It makes the writing process a lot more fun too, because you, you yeah. could, you could just anticipate what it's going to look like. And with the proliferation of 3d printers now, oh, uh, yeah. it's a lot easier to, to get this kind of a thing done. Oh yeah. And it, it, there's so many people are doing it now and it, it's, it's crazy. Cause it's like a lot of it is expensive. Like the machines to do the 3d printing is like expensive, but a lot of people are doing, you know, you could find them a, I mean, at least where I'm at, like there, like when I went to my uh, hometown Comic Con, there's there was a ton of booths that had their own like things that they were selling. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. I went to um, I went to a science fiction convention ten years ago, thereabouts, and there was a 3D printer, uh, and I was fortunate I got in on day one early because it took forever for the uh, things to finish up, and a lot of people went home with that stuff having to be mailed to them. Um, but it was, you know, it's like like Tron, you know, you stood in the middle of this um, <laughs> cage and then this camera just went around you and around you and around you. You're like, wow, you don't move. Yeah. But I, so I just had one of me. I even had it painted to look like me. But 
But if you were in cosplay, which is what a lot of people were doing, they were coming in in their cosplay and then getting D&D miniatures made of their of themselves in their costume to, uh, you know, oh, yeah, miniatures. That's- yeah, that's awesome though too, and and that's just it. I mean, that would be. I didn't even know that's like a cool thing. I nobody had it like that at, at the Comic Con I was at too. That would have been awesome just to kind of have that go around you and do oh, the three D printing. There, there was, there were there were varying sizes of crowds. Um, no one was there for you know RJ standing with his hands on his hips in his red T shirt and jeans. Um, they just oh cameras moving around. <laughs> but after that, my friend. Um, David Peterson uh, had somebody at his, he had a booth babe pushing his book. Uh, okay. And she was, in okay. cha- she was in a chainmail bikini with a loincloth. Suddenly there was a lot of interest in how this 3d process yeah, they, works. They all came over like, wait a second, what's going on over here? So, so you're saying that camera just goes around her, huh? And then that's it comes it, over huh? on that yeah. computer over there. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. That, that always seems to work, huh? You know, she, she probably just explained it a little better, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's you know that's why car shows are nothing but bikini shows with with, with cars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> People know what sells a thing. Um, so you said you're wrapping up a season. You got long term goals for this thing. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, yes, I actually, and to add on to that too. So we'll be ending our season one here at the end of the year. It'll be uh, our volumes will be six issues uh, per volume per season. I guess you know so. Um, that'll be our first volume done at the end of the year. And then we're at the beginning of next year, we're really going to mark it off a volume booklet. You know, that's going to be our big kind of thing too, which will, and we'll have a lot of cool stuff and later on and all that. But, uh, we added a new artist or new writer, sorry, not a new artist, a new writer to Avalon as well for season two, at least hopefully she stays a little longer. Uh, her name is, uh, Callie Oberlander and, we're starting that process right now and moving along with that process. She brings a whole, another whole, uh, she brings like more to the mental health, uh, aspect to, so, you know, from her prior writing and all that stuff too, which she, I'll give her uh podcast, a shout out right now as well. Um, it's called the Tia and Rhea show on, uh, Spotify. And I think it's also on iTunes as well. Look okay. it up. It's a good, it's a good, you know, scripted, uh, podcast that she writes. It's a very good show. I mean, it's, half the reason why i asked her to be a part of avalon you know so check it out if you if you're just driving to work or whatever it's a very good podcast i recommend it highly um but yeah a lot of mental health mental health writing that she brings to it brings a lot of depth to that and that's what we're really going to be focused on in the season two aspect of uh avalon as well you know obviously like you read in issue one you saw a lot of it kind of sprinkled in there and then through these next few issues you'll see it all kind of flush out a little more and then you'll start to understand characters more and their history and why they are the way they are and then it just really starts to move forward along with the infection and all that stuff in season two. So season two is going to be very, you know, intense with a lot of different yeah. things. I mean, you can, you can imagine that mental health would play a serious part of any good zombie drama because, you know, th- think, think about how much people lost their damn minds when we had to wear a mask uh, because and, of a, another virus that was going around. And and um, that's just it though, too. And, and, and that's what gives us all, the ammunition on on the on the apocalypse kind of writing spectrum but like look if this is too far-fetched and remember what happened just a few years ago you know what i mean so it's just like you can there's a lot of that you can use and and 
you know, because in an apocalypse and an infection and all that stuff, it's it's a little elevated. You know, there's people attacking each other, there's people eating each other. You know, so people are going to act dumb. People are going to say just stupid things, or people are going to do uh, crazy things to make sure people are safe. So, um, a lot of it is reasonable you know and with that happening a few years ago people can relate to it as well you know with this apocalypse and all that stuff that we're you know avalon's about too that's another aspect of relating to this comic book not only with the characters but just the world that they're going to be living in and how it's all kind of controlled and how it's all handled some guy's going to get rich selling bite proof clothing um and and that's just it <laughs> you'll go you'll, you'll be wearing a lot more long sleeves all the time because you don't want to expose any any flesh, anything that teeth can be sunk into. And that's um, just it. And and you wonder why no uh, zombie books or so- zombie shows or anything has really did that. And the other one that kind of did it was World, World War Z, but I don't even really count it. Yeah. And well, World War Z, again, was, um, at least in the books, um, a different kind of zombie. Um, they were so fast. Heard, yeah. <laughs> they were fast zombies. Um, and, and, you know, they that, that was always uh, almost a joke about zombies in movies was that it was their persistence that caught you you could you could be sprinting away like um like um Huey bolt and, and yeah yeah and, uh, and they'll just like you know, yeah keep running you'll get tired i'll get to you <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> yeah because you'll get tired and i won't no and that's just yeah. it and that you know and that's the good that's the fun part of the whole uh uh class you know the watching that night the living dead or even the original dawn of the dead you know um it's just it was always kind of uh fun you know and and that's what i liked about the walking dead when it first came out too is how they kind of rolled with those kind of zombies too and just let them slow down and do their thing but they did it on, on another level too which i you know i obviously enjoyed it but and then <laughs> jr's like would world government Communists try to prevent the investigation of a zombie virus escaping from their lab. Nah, Nazi zombies got to be the baddie. <laughs> yeah, but we we blame it on somebody else. And and you know that's that's the other thing. You know this this a zombie outbreak requires patient zero. Um, mm-hmm. And and you know whether it's a asteroid crashing from space or a satellite with a virus on it or somebody playing around with a petri dish that uh, sneezes. Um, right. And, and, and I think that's, uh, that's what you got to do as the creator or the writer of all this stuff when you first started out is, you know, even if you don't plan on showing it in your project or whatever it is, you gotta, you gotta think of how it came from patient zero or what happened with patient zero, you know what I'm saying? So, and I think it just helps your whole experience. It helps your whole writing process and all that stuff is where did this thing originate? Why, how, you know, and I, and, and that was the, the fun part of this whole thing when we when alan and i were really doing this from the beginning is trying to figure out and that's where the research came in and trying to figure out how patient zero could have gotten this and all that stuff too and like i said even if we're never going to show it you know and all that stuff and I'm not saying we will or we won't but it's good to know it for how you're telling so you so you know where it kind of came from and what this virus or whatever it is kind of is capable of now is your is your virus a uh, a species hopping Virus? No. I mean, you can have zombie cows. No, 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 no. Uh, oh, I, specific I, I, people. Yeah, so it's it's going to be specifically it's going to be turning people. Yes. And you have more to show here. So here we are. the The crows are back. Um, <laughs> crows are bird. Crows are carry on birds. So 
Yep. And, and this is, you know, this is just to uh, kind of show some really good the artwork guys. again. Yeah. He, he, he does a phenomenal job. Demetrius does a phenomenal job. I'm, I'm a big fan of the way he does the blood, you know, the black, white, and then the blood really pops all the time. You know, and, and for anybody who kind of read issue two, you can kind of understand what's going on here. And and right here, too, I wanted to show everybody as well. Um, so with the inhaler thing, small thing right now, but it, it's something to show you what's to come. You know, medication is going to be a, a thing in this kind of comic yeah. as well. People people have real life, you know, health problems. People have need their inhalers. People need uh to take medicine to stay alive you know there's people who have heart medications that they need uh people have diabetes there's, you know people are dealing with cancers and all that stuff so a lot of that stuff's going to be shown in this you know and and it's not going to just be shown or talked about like in other things and, and pushed over to the side this is going to be affecting the story this is going to be affecting characters and taking part of this whole thing too so that 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 was the one small th another small thing that i couldn't stand with the other zombie things is Yes, they've talked about this. Yes, you've seen characters do that, but it was always like done very fast and then pushed off to the side. No, okay, forget about it. This, th yeah. these are things that are real things that people deal with on a day to day basis. Like, just if you don't have your medicine, if somebody who takes their medicine, you don't have their medicine. That's a serious thing. Like, like people are gonna, you know, high stress. They need to go get their medicine. You know, whatever it is and all that stuff, wherever they're at and they can't get to it. That's a real stressful situation for that individual or that family. You know, the family there too. So yeah. And, and Especially if production is shut down. I mean, sure. is, 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 is a zombie apocalypse? Hey, what if it's not a zombie apocalypse? What if it's just like a, 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 a pandemic or, or a zombie epidemic? Uh, it's, it's a zombie outbreak. You know, Fayetteville's having a zombie outbreak. Be careful if you're driving through there today. Um, you know, <laughs> at what level do you shut down the means of production? Um it Right. And, and, and that's a th uh, good thing you brought up as well. And, and I think what helps it was what we had to deal with years ago, you know, and, and I think it, it, that definitely helps the process here where it's like, what's a good time for it, you know, and, and again, that makes that realistic for people reading this thing as well as what could be a good time frame for this stuff to get shut down. Government kind of has to come in here. People need, you know, there needs to be stations for people to kind of uh, like, what do you call those areas where people like bunker up and they take medicine? I can't even think right now. My quarantine. Yeah, quarantine and all that stuff too. And areas, these uh, tents and all that stuff as well, where they have all that stuff to take care of people as well. So at what point do they start doing that? And, and I think that's a good thing as well that people are going to kind of see with you know, Avalon that, and like you've read with issue one, that it's, it's sort of a slow burn for a little bit there. And then it starts to yeah. pick up pretty quickly. And then you start seeing like, okay, stuff's moving pretty quick here. And, but at what time does it like, what day or what week or whatever is, is this stuff, like you said, going to get start, just going to start getting shut down and halt production. We need to stop and see what's going on first, you know? So that's going to be the interesting for people to read and figure out over time goes on. Yeah, I mean, I could see like uh, big companies, uh, pharmaceutical companies, big pharma uh, saying, okay, this is happening. Are y'all going to get scanned? None of you are going to leave. Go get your families, bring them in. They're going to get scanned. They ain't going to leave. We're going to post armed guards, private security. BlackRock's going to surround the building. We're going to keep making medicine because people are going to be needing it. They're going to be needing a lot of it, but y'all stay in here. <laughs> sure. So, so we don't get the infection in the building. Um and, and and that's just that, you know, and, and that that could be a very standard thing. It could not be, you know, so and that's uh, 
you're going to have to read and find out what happens, I guess. Yeah. Now, do we find out um, at any point, or do you plan to find out at any point who the bad guys are, where this virus started? Was it man-made? Was it natural? Um, what will happen to them if it was of them? So I will say I know where it came from. I know what I want or how I, how it came about, what wow. happened and all that stuff as well. It's, it's complicated right now because I, I have with Avalon, I want to tell a specific story. Now that does not mean there's going to be, there's not going to be spinoff series. You know, I, I, my big goal is with Avalon is to tell a specific story, go down a specific Avenue and, and touch on certain things. I want to do spinoff stories that are in the same universe as Avalon and tell, basically tell in depth what's going on. Um, so right now, it's it's kind of a question mark, if that makes sense. So right now with Avalon, it's, I'm focused on a specific story and getting a specific uh, kind of thing for people to you know read and enjoy. Um, and all that other stuff is a question mark in different categories. I do, I would love to do it. Obviously there needs to be, there needs to generate, you know, kind of some people to read it and enjoy it and all that stuff too, and get it out there for more people to see it, you know, uh, for a timely fashion as well, you know, because I've told people in the past, Avalon will always be, is always going to come out. So nobody's ever going to have to be worry about nobody getting funded or, oh, it's not going to get funded, whatever it is. Avalon is always going to come out. The only thing that you know, the reason for the Kickstarters and fund making sure this gets funded is, is having it come out in a timely fashion. That's the important thing to me. That's the important thing to people that are already reading it and all that stuff too. So it's to getting out there in front of more people in front of more eyes so we can get Avalon out in a timely fashion. That's the important thing for us. No matter what, it's going to come out. It's just a matter of when, and that's where the Kickstarters come into place. Now, Avalon, um, the, the word has a provenance. I mean, it's a very, a very King Arthurian. Uh, it's it's um, sort of like a Valhalla. It's sort of like a it's a heaven place um, for for warriors. Mm -hmm. And so, so what does it have to do with a zombie apocalypse? Um, so there, so there's about th there's about three different reasons for the title of Avalon, and I'm not going to tell you any of them. Because oh, it, <laughs> why do I even I, ask questions? I know, I know, I know. Unfortunately, uh, the reason is is because that gets told throughout the story, and 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 that was the fun thing too as well. Way back then, we we're trying to figure out the name of this with me and Alan, and all that stuff. And we came across Al Avalon. Like I said, there's three reasons that you will. I'll tell you that much, you know, because that's given you a lot of information. Because when 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 something comes out here very soon, you know, in the You'll figure it out in the next issue or the next two issues. You're going to think that's it. But I'm going to tell you that it's not just it. So people who are watching this will realize that it's not just what you're about to find out. There's more just to it than, ju yeah, than just seeing the name Avalon and what it means in the next few issues. In, the next, in these two issues that we're doing the Kickstarter for now. Um, so there's more to it than just that. And uh, that's what I'll tell you. That's given you a lot of information. Okay. Um <laughs> I didn't notice anything that tied it to a specific time period other than the sort of the eternal now. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't think it was in the forties if I was reading it then because you know, cell phones and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but are, are you referencing anything uh, that is historical fact? Uh, for instance, uh, Jair is asking uh, if there's any inspiration uh, recent enough to be affected by things going on in Ukraine. Uh, we were talking about medicines and 
how hard it is to find. And uh, he brought up, you know, uh, things like uh, what's going on in Ukraine and how hard it is to get medication there now. Sure. Uh, and nothing specific right now, but, but, but it is, you know, but it could be is what I mean is like, so when you're, you see all them dealing with all the stuff that they're dealing with right now as well. And, and again, that, that just goes to our, our point as the creator and writing and making sure that people, people can relate or understand what's going on. It's, just look at other people that are dealing with this. We had to deal with that here. Ukraine's dealing with it right now. You know, other countries that go through their their problems and, you know, their government problems and uh, civil wars for that matter as well, when they're shut down and all that, they have to deal with that as well. You know, and there's, there's going to be a lot of things that, you know, and as as the issues come out, we'll, we'll explain where we're coming from more and more uh, as time goes on and how we got to where we're going or why we went a certain direction with certain things. You know, because uh, there's going to there's going to be different characters that go through different things in different countries that come over to this country, you know, and now they're seeing Avalon, you know, this infection kind of stem out. So, you know, there's, there's going to be a bunch of uh, wild things for, like I said that everybody can relate to, you know, there's not going to be anybody who's going to feel left out here as, you know, in future issues and all that stuff. And we start developing more characters and meeting more characters and all that stuff too. So it's, it's going to be exciting for a lot of different people. So we're excited to show all that. You talk about different countries coming over. And I was just thinking that if I were, if I were this country uh, and I wanted to be, you know, a real cynical and militaristic version of it, I would definitely be, you know, defending the populace from the zombie invasion. Mm -hmm. uh, but I would make sure I didn't kill all of them. Because if I was thinking ahead, I'd be like, you know what? Better than a nuke, why don't we just drop a cage of zombies on Russia and uh, sure. let them go to town? And, and weaponize and these things. Exactly. And that's how some, you know, big governments can kind of, you know, take control of things. And, and that's just the thing. And there, there's a lot. Again, I have, you know, I have plans for a bunch of different uh, volumes in my head right now. You know, we're working on uh, volume two, season two. I, I you know, I kind of go back and forth with calling them both the same thing. Uh, they mean the same thing to me. Volume two and season two are the same thing. But I have many uh, volumes in my head that I want to write. And like I said, th there's a lot of different things that I want to do with this story's particular with Avalon. There's a lot of... Uh, you know, uh, side stories that I want to tell in the universe of Avalon, you know, it won't be like in Avalon's issues, you know what I'm saying? But it'll be in that universe, you know, and as we come out with it and we'll, we'll explain it and all that stuff as, as time goes on, it'll be written in the comics as well. But that's, like I said earlier too, that's my plan. I want, I want to have a bunch of different sub uh, stories leading up to Avalon and then sub stories that are taking place in the current timeline of Avalon. Like, like you're saying, like there's people that take advantage of situations. There's, there's governments that will take situations. There's, there's other countries that might be going through this problem as well that we might want to tell about. So, you know, and, and this story takes place in Erie, Pennsylvania, Erie, Pennsylvania, uh, takes in a lot of refugees, you know, so, and, and, they're going to have a bunch of uh, there's going to be some characters in this story that are coming up here that, you know, are refugees and all that stuff too. So, so that's going to be an exciting thing for us. And, and, and hopefully a lot of people who, you know, uh, were refugees and kind of, you know, want to, you know, feel as if they're in something, you know, and, and that's going to be something for Avalon, the conclusion, you know, we want to include a lot, everybody in, in, in our, in our world that we're making right now. I had a question. I was like, no, he can't answer that question because that just uh, ruins all the story points. But one of the things about The Walking Dead was that 
you would have audience members get attached to somebody and then they're dead because you know that's what happens when you're fighting zombies people die yeah um it, it, is, is there anybody here that we should like you know yeah, yeah don't get too attached to this person <laughs> well and would you, how many issues did you read just the first one just the first one's what I have. Okay, well, well, I'll say, you know, based on what we already have on physical form, you're, you're going to realize real quick that uh, what? Come on, you know, you know, you already got hit with it, you know, and 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 I've said this in in prior interviews as well, and it, it's not so much, it's more of a men, mentality kind of thing for me when I'm writing these out is not so much that I'm in control of the characters, I I'm trying to because a big thing that we focused on as well is making the world a main character you know right now you're meeting this family that's a main character not an individual uh one thing we don't want to focus on is a hero's journey it's been done you know so many times before we want to focus on a family as a whole and then the world is also a main character so uh, the way for as my mentality that I, when i'm writing this comic out is i want to make the world dictate what happens to these characters not me i don't want to I don't want to keep a certain character alive because of plot armor, if that makes sense. You know, like, you know, with Daryl with The Walking Dead or Rick with The Walking Dead, you know, they had the plot armor. There, There's not going to be plot armor. I guess that, you know, <laughs> that'll make people mad of what, you know, kind of you brought up that question is. But it's just like anybody, you know, we don't dictate who lives in our world, you know, and it's the world that does it. You know, what you do and, you know, you, what your decisions are good or bad there's consequences to them so the world will be making the decision what happens to these characters not so much me if that makes sense so it's more of a mentality thing for me rather than it making there's sense, no promise guess, that you know uh in, in in season 12 uh mason's gonna be walking around in a leather jacket with a barbed wire wrapped baseball bat yeah uh, and an eye patch and all that good stuff right <laughs> uh, but but that does bring up something else here and that is you know you're dealing with kids uh as some of your main characters here and you're telling a long form story. Um, are are you planning for some kids uh, to grow up? I can't say you know all of them because again, plot armor isn't there. Uh, yeah, will we see a, a sort of natural aging of the characters? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the idea. I, I guess, and you know, that's the idea right now as well. You know, there's going to be kids, you know, coming into it as well. That in. Yeah, there, there, there's more to come. You know, there's going to be more characters you're going to meet. And, you know, and like, and the hard thing is, is each character, and I know obviously there's going to be more characters, there's going to be specific characters that more people like, right? You know, and that's obviously the ones you'll be focusing on the family and all that stuff too. But just we want to try to make each character, like I said earlier, I'll say it again, relatable. So there's obviously going to be characters you hate. You know, they're written to be hated. There's going to be characters you love. There's going to be just characters that develop other characters. You know, there's you're going to be a lot of characters. People are going to grow up in this world. So I guess I'll answer your question like that. Yes. Some 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 people some people will grow up in this world. Yes. Um, life life finds a way. <laughs> now I want to see zombies and dinosaurs in the same picture. Um, yeah, that'd be cool, right? I never even thought of that. That should that, that you know what dinosaurs are in this. <laughs> okay there there's a there's a zombie dinosaurs point. zombie dinosaurs that's that's a title trademark that right now uh get right the copyright there. put in on that one um, 
I, I, I wish the campaign was already up so we could talk about what's available. What is going to be available on this campaign? You showed us penciled pages. We know there's going to be physical and digital books. Um, sure. You give us uh, yeah. I'll price give you points. A, yeah, I'll give you a quick rundown of what we're looking at right now. You know, off the top of my head, I don't have it in front of me right now. So, but we're going to be doing physical copies of four and five for sure. Um. The, the unfortunate thing is, is not, I'm not going to have any physical issue ones for this uh, this Kickstarter. We just sold out of our of our thing. I have to order a bunch of them. I'm not sure if they're going to be in here in time. If they are, I'm going to make an update and I'm going to add them in there. But right as of right now, there's not going to be any issue one physical copies on there. But there's issue twos, threes, fours, and fives physical. And we're going to have a PDF catch-up tier, one through five. You get all of them. Um, we're going to have variant covers for four and five. And we're going to have, we're also going to have a bundle in there that has all the variant covers. So if you missed our last Kickstarters or, or you can't make it to any of our events, we have event exclusive Kickstarter or uh, event exclusive variant covers that people can only buy in person and, or on the Kickstarter. So we try to make them very exclusive. But we're going to make a bundle in there that you can get all the exclusive kick uh, covers for issues two, three, four, and five. Um, we're going to be doing promo photos of, uh, I think we're going to be doing two or three posters that you can get. Um, we're, uh, th those uh, original pencils that we showed. Um, and, we're, and like I said, we're going to be looking at making those Kenner action figures as well. And that's going to be another one that we're looking forward to doing as well. But, and then we have a bunch of stretch goals that we want to hit. Uh, you know, uh, like I said, I don't have them off the top of my head. I... Do you have a, a price point in mind for a basic tier? Just, you know, what's the, what's the book going to cost four and five together? Four and five together will be in physical form. will just be 10 bucks. You know, it'll be five each. That's for two books, five, two five bucks. bucks per book. Yes. Um, the, P, the PDF catch up will be 20 bucks for five of them. Um, I think that's what I have it listed as, but yes, it, the two books will just be the 10 for four and five. And then I'm, I'm not going to be doing the physical catch up. I'll have the add-ons if people want to get their issue two add-ons. That's just like I said, because the, unfortunately yeah, you, don't have sold one out, you might not the have issue it. ones. If, if we get one before the Kickstarter ends, of course we'll add it, you know, for everybody to get it and all that stuff as well. Uh, but we do also have a Shopify website that people can get it out. Uh, in the future as well. So when we have those and the Kickstarter isn't there, as long as you have us on social media and follow us everywhere, you'll be able to find all that stuff. And, you know, we're pretty up to date. We pr we're pretty up to keeping people updated on all of our social medias. So if you follow us anywhere on there too, we're always updating people and letting people know what we got. All right. Well, Brandon, I think that's all the questions I can ask you that you'd be able to answer. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, and we're just gonna kind of wrap things up here. Uh, appreciate you coming on the show and bringing Avalon on to show our viewers Thank tonight. Uh, this, this this is this is an interesting project, and I'm not a huge zombie fan because I've seen it, done it all. Sure, they're they're dead. Um, headshots. What's the Literally, cure? Headshots. Yes, yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, but uh, but but this one is priced right and it's drawn right, and I, I'm I'm. I'm going to be curious to get on this one. So that's why I've, that's why I put my name on the notify me button, folks. Uh, awesome. I'm sure you all do the same thing. Uh, want you all be aware that at the top of the hour here, Mike Walters will be going live on his channel, the Mike stand with the uh, 
niche news of the day, everything in comics, manga, anime, and professional wrestling. So uh, when you're done here, do pop over and tune in. Give that a like and a share. Raid the channel. That's the word. Raid the channel. Yeah, everybody just raid it. Just go raid in there. Everybody in the chat, thank you so much for popping in here tonight. We do appreciate you being here, uh, being part of the show. We're we're just a podcast falling in the woods without you out there in the audience. Um, so, you know, it's worth it to us that you're here. And as always, while you were here, we just hope you had a blast. Thank you.